the Woe to Go podcast with me, Karen A.D., helping you transition through those bumpy woe moments when life has been completely disrupted into a flourishing new chapter. Let's go. Did you know the research tells us that you only feel your emotions for 90 seconds? That is so interesting. We know from studies on the brain that when we react to something or someone in our environment, the whole chemical process in our brain takes 90 seconds to work through. The tricky part is, after we've felt that emotion for 90 seconds, we can get caught up in like a loop where we keep feeling that emotion over and over and over again. And this is the thing. It turns out that that loop is our choice. Okay, so this terrible, very bad, no good, excruciatingly painful thing has happened in your life. It's taken you by surprise. It's hit you up the side of the head and you have been feeling all the feelings. You've barely been coping. You're trying desperately to find a way to process the shock, the sadness, the fear and the grief. Maybe you're angry. Maybe you've completely shut down. Maybe you've dissociated from it. Or you're floating down that river in Africa, you know, denial. Honestly, whatever life disruption that you're going through, it's good and healthy to process how you're feeling. But it is possible to get stuck there in a vicious repeating loop. You can't stay in that headspace. At some point, you absolutely need to get up, dust yourself off and decide to manage the space inside you. This is a follow on from my last episode about managing the space in front of you. If you haven't heard that, then pause this one and go back and listen to it. Otherwise, let's go. Years ago, I was watching someone, let's call her Jess, it's not really her real name, obviously. Anyway, Jess was working in her customer service job, helping people as they came to the counter. And Jess was the sort of person who put 110% into everything that she did. She was diligent and kind and friendly. Someone who regularly went over and above, you know, constantly looking for ways to make her customers' experience better. Most people who came through responded to Jess in the same way. But I remember this one day, this guy came in with a full head of steam and let it rip on Jess. And Jess was a bit taken aback. But she managed to serve the man without getting caught up in his anger or his urgent, demanding time frame. She simply did a job the best that she could do at the time. And as the transaction came to an end, she simply said, thank you, Mr. Long pause. Smith. I thought this was a bit odd. So afterwards I said, what was going on for you when you said that to Mr. Smith? Did you forget his name? She smiled sheepishly and said, uh, no, I knew his name. 
I was trying really hard to focus on what I was doing and not get angry at him. I was telling myself, I don't know what's going on in his world right now, but whatever it is, it's not about me. So to help me manage myself and let off some steam, when you heard me say, thank you, Mr. Long Pause Smith, I was actually saying on the inside, thank you, Mr. Fucking Smith. (laughs) Hilarious. Jess somehow knew she needed to regulate her emotions, keep her cool, and also that she needed to find a way to deflect it in her mind. I love the story. Jess did a great job of managing that space inside her. She found a way to move herself from why this is happening to me, this is so not fair, he is so out of line, to how can I get through this? Jess could have reacted in so many ways, but instead she chose to manage the space inside her. When you're going through something difficult or jarring or painful or scary or shocking, you have microseconds before that survival part of your brain takes over and prepares you to take the fight or flight, freeze, flop or drop or fawn reaction. When interestingly, what you really need is to stand firm and keep your peace. Yeah, right, I hear you say. When all you want to do is lose your biscuit, how the heck are you supposed to keep your calm in? It might sound weird, but to stop getting stuck in your survival brain, you need to slow down your reactions. Please don't misunderstand me here. Emotions do need motion. They should be processed and they have a purpose and processing them is actually good and healthy and right. What I'm actually saying is it can really help you cope and stay in the thinking part of your brain by regulating yourself. I'm talking about tuning into yourself and dialing your reactions down. Did you know the research tells us that you only feel your emotions for 90 seconds? That is so interesting. We know from studies on the brain that when we react to something or someone in our environment, the whole chemical process in our brain takes 90 seconds to work through. The tricky part is after we've felt that emotion for 90 seconds, we can get caught up in like a loop where we keep feeling that emotion over and over and over again. And this is the thing. It turns out that that loop is our choice. It's on us. We are literally choosing to stay happy or mad or sad or whatever the emotion is. This is good news, actually, because we can choose to not react, to not get caught up in the loop. We can choose to keep our calm in and stand firm. So what can you do to manage the space inside you? In some ways, you simply need to react like you don't know how to react. I know, sounds weird. You can be like Jess and calm the long pause down. (laughs) Seriously though, to manage the space inside you, you need to slow everything down. You need to take your foot off the gas. Really observe yourself from the inside. Notice what's happening. Notice what you're feeling. 
and then label it. I'm getting angry. I'm feeling scared. This is so upsetting. I'm feeling rejected. I'm feeling abandoned. I'm feeling hurt. Whatever it is, it can really help to label it. Just wait. You're playing the long game here. Give yourself 90 seconds to feel that terrible, very bad, no good, excruciatingly painful feeling. Glance at a clock when it starts. And for that 90 seconds that you're allowing yourself to feel the feelings, just concentrate on taking deep breaths. Tell yourself it'll all be over soon. One of my very wise clients likes to say, taking three deep breaths before you respond will change the world. And she's right. We've focused on managing your feelings and your emotional reactions in this episode. But managing the space inside you could also apply to managing your thoughts or your mindset or your spirituality or your relationship with God or just managing yourself. Whatever it is for you, I hope that this will be a game changer for you to expand your capacity to stretch yourself, to grow yourself and to cope better. Remember, you can choose to manage the space inside of you. To really get your head around this, I encourage you to write and answer these questions in a journal. Number one, how can I manage the space inside of me? Number two, how can I move from why is this happening to how can I get through this? Number three, reflect on a time you felt an uncomfortable emotion. Write down what happened, paying particular attention to how you reacted. Observe in your mind's eye what was going on inside of you. See if you can label the feelings. Imagine yourself pausing and taking some deep breaths and write down how that would have changed things. If this is something you struggle with, then my friend, I have to say, it's time to call in reinforcements. Podcasts and journaling exercises help, but sometimes you need more. You may need to go and sort yourself out by talking to a therapist or a coach. The beauty of it is you get to choose. I've popped these questions into the show notes for today. That brings us to the end of this Woe to Go episode. Thank you so much for being here. You are awesome. Hey, if you're open-minded, I would love to know what your takeaways from today were. Tag me or DM me on Instagram at The Counselling Studio. That's counselling with two L's. Until next time, remember, you absolutely can shift your woe moments into stepping stones towards a flourishing new chapter.